Amazon delivery service partners are hiring full-time delivery drivers to meet growing customer demand. Receive compensation of at least $20 per hour at select stations, plus benefits, and a sign-on bonus of $1,000 from participating DSPs if you apply now. No delivery experience required. Must be 21 years or older. Terms apply. Apply today at Amazon.com forward slash driver. That's Amazon.com forward slash driver. I am so disgusted at Coots for cancelling Nigel Farage's account. I would close my own account if it weren't for the fact that they offer such a good interest rate and it's actually quite convenient for me. I'm Harriet Langley Swindon and this is Non-Censored. Hello and welcome to Non-Censored, the podcast that wraps up all the best bits from my very real daily radio show into one easy-to-digest highlights package. I'm joined as ever by my producer, Martin, and what a show we have for you this week, eh, Martin? Oh, yes, indeed. We spoke to the leader of the opposition and, full disclosure, a close personal friend of mine, Sir Keir Starmer, about his recent U-turns. Um, and we were joined by the newly nominated Conservative candidate for London Mayor. Why are you pausing? Oh, I... Well, I, I thought you might want to declare for the listeners that you're all friends with her, you know, in, in the way that I did with Sir Keir. Don't be ridiculous, Martin. If I had to mention that everyone I met at the Spectator Summer Party was a personal friend, there'd be no room left on air. Right. Anyway, uh, Susan Hall joined us to talk about her vision for London. And after Ishan Akbar gave his views on the Hugh Edwards story last week, this week... He gave us his views on the Dan Wooten story. Don't forget to email us questions, corrections and contributions to our crowdsourced Donald Trump erotic thriller set in the steamy world of golf. Any holes a goal by emailing nonsensedpodcast at gmail.com. We're recording next week's in a minute, so it's too late for that. But there'll be another one at some point if you send in any good questions. But on to this week's show, and we'll start with Sir Keir Starmer, who joined us to explain why he'd come round to thinking correctly about things for the first time in his life. Keir Starmer, good to have you on again. Hello. Thank you for having me back, Harriet. Thank you very much. Hello, um, Martin. Now... Lovely to see you, Martin. H Hello, Sir Keir. It's wonderful to I'm have you on. about the Barbenheimer double bill on Sunday. Can't wait. <laughs> you... You better believe it. Uh, us us Kens need to stick together, don't we? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I've been working on my Kennedy. I've been calling it Kennedy. Oh, that's very I... funny. Oh, that's very right, good. I reckon that'll so play Keir. well in the press. Everyone's talking they'll... about it, so I thought well, it was a good thing to get in on. Sure, why okay, not? Well, let's move on from that, boys. Okay. okay. This this now, Barbie's um... sticking to his policies. <laughs> okay. Right. This, this uh... Barbie's the the next prime minister. <laughs> Yes, yes, I, I'll, I'll vote for you. Hopefully. <laughs> well, I mean, Kirsten, you are doing well. You've got a 24-point lead in the polls. Yes, uh, yes. So you must be I happy like about that. I don't like to brag, but yes. And um, you also met up with Tony Blair this week. Oh, I did, yes. Oh, my God, it was a dream come true. Have you, you, you know that feeling when you, when you get to hang out with a hero? Yes. I've not really felt anything like it since... About ten years ago, I met um, Ian Anderson from Jethro Tull after mm. a gig, and it was the same sort of, you know, your heart skips a beat, sweaty palms, 
But we really felt aligned on a lot of uh, on a lot of key issues. It was lovely to talk to him. Yeah, so I felt like that when I met Toby Young. Oh yes, but it was at the Future of Britain conference. There's lots of pictures of you laughing away. Yes, with each yes, other. Yes. I think I was saying something that was funny, and then he laughed, and, and, and then I don't know if you've ever seen people do this, but he would say something funny back. You know, just off the top of his head, he'd have a sort of a a, a funny reply, and then the oh. I would laugh. It would, you know, it was so funny. That's... But then. The pressure, the pressure to come back with another funny thing. We were just sort of, I, I don't know if you've ever seen this, we were sort of having a, a funny conversation, you know, him and then me replying. Oh, it's sort a, of a like real a, thrill. A, a ping pong of the mind. I, I think yes, they call yes, this exactly um, like that. banter. Or, or, or I, I'm the sorry, flow there's state. just nothing, That's it. nothing I like less than centrist banter. It's really quite depressing. You've not but, met him. You've not heard his Bruce Forsyth impression. No, I haven't it's met hilarious. him. It's hilarious. true. This is true. But, Sakir, you also talked about some quite serious issues. Well, of course, of, the, of course. One of the things you said was you said that Labour has to make some quite ruthless decisions, is what you said. Yes, yes, I yes. stand by that. I do stand by that. You know, we're, we're living in difficult times and that's not my fault. You know, I'm getting a lot of flack at the moment as though mm. I'm somehow responsible for the situation we're in. But who put us in this situation? Well, you did vote for Jeremy Corbyn. Yes, yes. Well, he didn't put us in this situation. Well, anyway, he, uh, he uh, did. Uh, who? Sorry, my, I meant to say who? I think I got right. away with that. OK, yeah, that great point. That Thank was you. good, Sakir. Yeah, uh, you nearly forgot. Policy. <laughs> now, the, the biggest thing that people have been talking about is the two-child benefit cap. Now... Can you explain to our listeners about this? Well, look, a lot of people have been accusing me of having dropped an election, uh, a leadership pledge on this issue. Yes. And I just want to come back on those accusations. I want to remind people that this was a pledge I made in order to become Labour leader. You know, the pledge I made was, right. if you like the sound of this, vote for me and I'll become leader of the Labour Party. They liked the sound of it. They voted for me. I became leader of the Labour Party. Pledge fulfilled. Let's move on. You know, it's time for new pledges. Well, this and that's not a pledge fulfilled, is it? I, I don't get me wrong. That's I a think pledge it's fulfilled. Great. I, beca I, I became leader. We, we can't have giving money to all these people just popping out two children. It's, it's well, absolutely disgusting. But I mean, you haven't fulfilled the pledge. Well, the, well um, the, the the information has changed, Harriet. You know, the information right. has changed. I I made that pledge. Did at you one Did stage. you meet some of the the children? No, no. I've, I've got I've got nothing against children. I used to be I, a child I, myself. I would I would understand that if you meet the second child and you go, oh, no, uh, no. Yes. A, a lot no. of a lot of my best friends have have children. You know, sometimes more than two, and I want to be able to lift every child out of poverty, but. But information changed, you know, and I realised suddenly, oh, I actually have no intention of fulfilling that pledge whatsoever because the information that, that I received was that there are people that might vote for me that I haven't necessarily convinced yet and I've, I've got to try and do my best to placate them. And That's sort of Harriet, what I'm trying to do here. I, I think it's also, to be fair to Sir Keir, um, you've got to look at the pledges that he is fulfilling not just yeah. the ones that he's changing. Like, you, you were a Cub Scout, weren't you, Sakir? Um, yes, you, yes, you, yes. You, you promised that you will do your best to Dib uphold dab. the Scout values, to do your duty yes. to the Queen, right. to help other people, and to keep the Cub Scout law. Um, I remember yeah. pledging that myself 
Um, and I, I think you and I are both doing our best to uphold that. The Cub Scout Must law is all the time. helping a pensioner across the road. Yes, yes, yes. I'm always doing that. Whenever I see one, I offer an arm. I say, hello, Sir Keir Starmer here. Let me help um, you across this road. And then afterwards, I, I give them a wink and a fiver and I say, vote Labour. That, see, that's nice. See, that's ent- entrepreneurial. I like it. And I remember when I was a child, I was always making pledges in ignorance. You know, you make a pledge with the information right. you have at the time. Yes. I remember being a child and seeing a, a huge can of Pringles and saying, Mum, Mum, I want all the, those Pringles. I can eat all those Pringles. And she would say, Sakir, Sakir, if I buy you those Pringles, you will get sick. I said, I mm. won't. I pledge I will eat all those Pringles. Mm. I was wrong. I was an idiot. I was sick but all you, over my shoes. You my tried point your best. Is, information changes all the time. Pledges are just are an idea. To, to, to very high standards here. You know, yes. they're, they're acting as though I'm prime minister already, when really what we need to do is to just give me a chance at running the country. Judge me by, by what I do, not right. by what I say I'm going yes. to do. That's useless. Yeah, just see how you fare. Just let give me know a chance. You know, imagine you're looking for a babysitter. Yes. And somebody comes to you and says, hello, I'd like to be a babysitter. And then, you you know, you get bogged down in all these sort of questions of like, oh, will you be a good babysitter? Will my baby be safe? Will my baby die? Are you going to chuck my baby around? All these questions, you know, what, what, what are you going to feed it? Are you going to feed it glass? All these questions. Just give your baby to the babysitter and yes. then see what the babysitter does with it. I see. And if the babysitter feeds the baby glass, if the babysitter puts the baby in the tumble dryer, then of course they're a bad babysitter. Hmm. But me, you know, I'm in this situation, I've never babysat before. Yes. Give me just, a chance. Just to, to, to clarify, you, if you were to babysit, they wouldn't be things that you'd do. I wouldn't do that. I, I, would, no. I pledge, I pledge that if I become the babysitter... That I will not put the baby in the tumble dryer, and, and, and that's has, a pledge I I won't go back on. As far Rishi as I'm aware, unless that. I feel like I'm alienating some voters there, I'm pretty sure everyone can agree on that. Well, Sir Keir, I mean, you you make a very powerful case. You really do. Would you, you really trust do. me with 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 your baby? Well, I don't have a baby. I don't like them. But you know, um, maybe maybe if I had a baby, I, I think I'd be quite good with it. I think I could I... do that thing where you. You wiggle your finger in their nose and you make a noise like boo-boo. I think I'd be good at that. OK, right. Well, Sakir, I mean, I'd love to talk about all these broken pledges. I mean, trains going into public ownership. Uh, you've you've annoyed Caroline Lucas yes, about climate yes, change. Yes. But, <laughs> I mean, we all annoy Caroline Lucas, don't we? But otherwise, I mean, well, well done. I think you've made a really good case for things. Oh, so you're you're starting actually to to maybe come round to my way of looking at things a little bit, Harriet. What do you mean by that? Well, it sounds like by uh, abandoning these key pledges and uh, placating the the readers of the Daily Mail and the Sun that maybe finally I might be starting to uh, starting to to seduce you a little bit to kind of call you over with my siren song. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful are you, song. Are, are you seduced? Well, uh, on reflection... Yes? Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. No. Oh. No. Okay. I'd never vote Labour in my life. No. Right. Disgusting. So horrific. Makes me want to be sick. Okay. But keep up the good work. I'll keep pushing. One of these days, you'll see...
Now, this week, the Conservative Party selected their candidate to beat Sadiq Khan in next year's London mayor elections, Susan Hall. And the press has already started their smear campaign. For example, the Evening Standard, the official newspaper of the floor of the London Underground, printed her photo on the front page of their newspaper. Uh, why is that a smear campaign? It was a bad photo, Martin. They were provided with professional headshots to use, and if they were real journalists, they'd have used them. But well, I mean, maybe it would have been better not to print a photo at all then? No, Martin. That would be biased as well. So, bias is when you don't get the exact coverage you want? Exactly, exactly. And here for some unbiased coverage of her campaign is Susan Hall. Susan, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Oh, well, I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Oh, it's just always good to get a friend on, you know, and you don't always get the chance. No, no, uh, lots of people. Um, I, I, I rarely see anyone in my job because um, they're all hiding from me because <laughs> I'm so scary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Susan. You know, you, you know, I am the only person who scares Sadiq. Oh, yes, I've heard this. I've heard this. He is quaking in his little boots. Yes, because I'm always jumping out at him. Yes. (laughs) Oh, Susan. Susan, you naughty, naughty woman. How brilliant. (laughs) So it's great because we've had far too long with Sadiq. He's doing... God-awful things to London. What is he doing? What is Mm. he doing? He's making us all... Making London... Worse than it ever ever was, isn't isn't it? Yes. I mean, I know I keep uh, banging on about the ULES extension, but oh dear, ULES yes. extension. I mean, <clears throat> that's how we all feel about it. Yes. Well, what I'd like to say is, um, I I uh, know that Margaret Thatcher is a big hero of mine, oh, and uh, yes. just to, to to paraphrase her, ULES, if you want to, this lady's not for lesing. Oh, you know, Susan. <laughs> for various al- reasons. That's yeah. almost as good as Safer with Susan, that. Well, I mean, we came up with Safer with Susan after a, a, a long, long night trying to get people to, to listen to me. Mm. Um, yes, Safer with Susan, it's good, isn't it? Susan, hi, mm. producer Martin here. Um, oh, I do hello. feel I have to chime in because there are some um, that perhaps don't agree with your um your appraisal of the situation i mean safer with susan oh um you know you've already mentioned that you are jumping out at people from cupboards that that doesn't sound very safe the u.s oh i don't know if you ever saw the um the inspector cluzo uh films yes Yes. i very much see myself as cato cato i'm protecting us all oh, well, yes. keeping us on our toes, keeping but people vigilant. Yes, in in yes. those films, for some impro, some some spontaneous fighting. For those of those listeners who haven't seen it, it's a very funny bit. He's yeah. always jumping out of cupboards and doing a bit of fighting just for fun, just to keep yes. him on his toes. I, I yeah, we all key... need to be ready for the stabbings that are coming. Yes, the, the, yes, well, and that's... that's why you're safer with Susan. Hmm. That's terrifying. I think one of the key differences is that Inspector Clouseau has um, charged Cato with the job of jumping out on him. And as I understand it, Sadiq 
has not encouraged you to No, because she attack. wouldn't work with she wouldn't work with Sadiq Martin. Not, no, no, no. I mean I She's going to save us from Sadiq. Yes, exactly. I'm mm. I'm giving you this is what you would be getting with me if you vote me. That's so uh, good. Are, are you Londoners? Oh you, well, you know, I'm I am sort yes. of yes. in and out. I mean I'm just outside yes. really. Yeah. You know. Yeah, right. Um, media media bubble Londoners. Um, but if if and when you vote for me, that is what you would be getting. One thing that you have said is that um, Boris Johnson uh, was an awesome prime minister and an awesome yes. politician. Um, Churchill this, of our day. He, he oh yes, was he was of yes. course uh, yes. you know famously mayor of London and actually the person who introduced the uh, ultra low emission zone, which you are now. Campaigning yes, against, but, yes, well, but Boris, Boris, you know, even Boris isn't perfect, and oh, I, I oh, think, Harriet. I think, oh, Susan, I'm sorry, have I put my foot in it? Oh, all right, we'll say he's not. We'll say he's not. I perfect. just think, Go do you know on, what no. it is? You're right. He's wonderful. He's brilliant. I think it's just, I'm so glad that you're bringing polluted cars back into London. It's just, I feel like. We miss smog, don't we? Mm, don't we? Yes. Well, yes, let's, you know, let's bring it back to the Blitz spirit. Lots of smog. Yeah, we exactly. all like a bit of smog, but I mean, mm. it, on the other hand, it? it is Dickensian. On one hand, we have the Dickensian dream. On the other, we have um, child mortality rates, and no. it is a hard balance. Martin. Which one is more important? It's no, hard Martin, to say. That's but a myth. I'm a plain-speaking grandmother, mm. uh, as we all know, and I just think that my grandchildren particularly, they want smog. Yeah. They want yeah. it. They yeah. like yeah. it. It's fun. They're sick of this super clean air. It's You know, children like getting in the soil. They like getting in filthy yes. clouds of air. Mm. Also, Susan, maybe so many people wouldn't be getting stabbed in London if they couldn't see each other exactly. with the smog. Exactly. Oh. You know? Wonderful point, Eric. Can someone write yeah. that down for my for my leaflet? A sort of smoke bomb obscuring effect. They'd just be stabbing Perfect. the wrong things. They'd be stabbing the walls. Less fatalities. Yes, well, that's an excellent campaign. Now, Susan, I hate to bring up how some people have been criticising you, but, you know, I would be doing my job as a journalist if I didn't. London Labour have described you as a hard-right politician who does not stand up for women. Oh, dear. Mm. Oh, dear. Is that what what they're saying? That's what they're saying. London Labour, they're hilarious, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They're a bunch of jokers. Yeah, they are a bunch of jokers. I just think women are... um, they're sort of fine now, aren't they? We've we've yeah. done so yeah. much for them. I mean, look at you and me. We're both here talking to each other. We're we're fine. Kids. We're like queens of the world, aren't yes. we? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, basically, I'm having a lovely, lovely time, lovely mm. retirement. Um, so I just think that that women um, should sort of get over themselves, get in, get themselves some some smog, and uh, have a good yeah. time. Mm. Yeah. I, I think just yep. to clarify, when that. I, I think when London Labour are saying that you don't stand up for women, it's not about mm. um, standing up when a woman enters the room. It's not about some kind of additional respect. It's more about um, some of the serious um, crimes being 
committed against women and and, and the support that they require. Well, uh, can I just say, producer that. Martin, again, if yes. you had more smog in London, there would be less sexual assaults because mm. they mm. wouldn't be able to I see. Mean, that's just that's just possible. a fact. Mm. And you know, I, I'm definitely going to. They're going to get less stabbings because yeah. I'm going to bring more police on the street. So oh, you know, brilliant. We have more police, which might mean that more women are getting a- attacked. By, that is by, the risk you take with, with police, but with you know, police. better the devil you know. Yeah, you know? exactly. Better than being stabbed by a child. Yes, exactly. Option. If it's stabbed by a child or attacked by a police officer, I know which you know. I'd go for. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, it's about priorities. And I think that's what we really missed with Sadiq Khan, who just sort of wangs on about, oh, oh Donald Trump doesn't like me, that kind oh, of thing. It's just because so of boring. Donald Trump, who you were a fan of. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. so boring. You wouldn't get him with mad eyes, this fists aloft on the cover of the uh, standard, would you? No, you wouldn't, because he's too Probably dull. Not. Yeah. I do. Also have to just bring up uh, one other bone of contention that people have mentioned. Uh, it's a, a, oh. a disagreement between uh, certainly your perception and that of Rishi Sunak, which is that Liz Truss's mm. mini budget you described as a joy, a joy oh. for the country. I mean, um, I like a, a mini everything, don't you? Mini mini pork pies. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, mini that is true. They are. Rolls. Mini Battenberg. Oh, everyone likes them. Mm. I don't want a big I, budget. It'll ruin my dinner. Y- yes, but... Sorry, what was your point? Well, mm. it didn't just tide us over until the main meal came out. It, it sort of mm. wiped uh, tens of billions off the economy and crippled the housing and market. And it got us into the papers, didn't it? Didn't it put us on that's the map a good in point. some ways? Yeah, that is a good point. Everyone was talking about mm. it. That mini budget's going to end up in the jungle next year. That's what mm. I. That's what I think. That's what it's about. Attention, isn't it? It was explosive. Interesting. No it one can deny that. Explosive. Thank you, Harry. Yes, exactly. Well, Susan, thank you so much for coming. It was on. a very expensive. Oh, Martin. 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 Oh. You know, come on. It's fine. No, I just sometimes Boys. you need to bring them up and um... be boring. Be boring. Be a boring boy. I'm not a boring boy. I'm not a boring boy. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm like very, well, I'm not, no, don't call me a boring boy. Sounds I, a bit dull. They wouldn't I'm, put you on the front of the evening standard, Martin. No, so I, I, saying. However mad your eyes were. Well, listen, Susan, before we leave you, is there anything else that you want to say to our listeners? Uh, hashtag bring back smog. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Well, I think we can all agree that we'd all be safer with Susan. Safer with Susan. Mm, Keep writing it down. Next time on a very spooky fine dining podcast, the season one finale, TGI Fridays the 13th. Oh, you betcha. Pineapple's gonna hit the fan as Michael's son, Juicy, or in this episode, Juice son, Voorhees, <laughs> goes on a murderous rampage and no one is safe. It gets real spooky, it gets real bloody, and not everyone's gonna make it to the end of the episode. Who will live? Who will die? Listen to Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, break down a trip to TGI Fridays based on the atmosphere, the service, and the food, and try not to be scared to death. Hear the thrilling finale of Fine Dining, Wednesday, October 25th, wherever you get your podcasts.
finally, we had Ishan Akbar on to talk about the horrible smear campaign against the lovely Dan Wooten. And I will declare an interest here, Martin, seeing as you think it's so important. Dan is a good friend of mine, and he has never tried to solicit indecent images of me, so I find the allegations against him absolutely unbelievable. Well, he's gay, so you wouldn't exactly be his type. Love is love, Martin. Love is love. Anyway, uh, it might be worth going back and listening to what Ishan said about Hugh Edwards last week, and uh, well, I'll just play a short clip here, uh, sort of previously on Non-Censored. The sun were absolutely right. Mm, Yes. This is the thing. We don't want the red tops to do some of the nefarious things that they do, but they they took this claim, they published this claim, they got the rumour mill going, and they were right. Yes, I think we have to specify. They weren't right about the claim, but they were right to put the claim out there. I mean, yes, they, I, you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, they're right. Yes, if they hadn't put the claim out there, we wouldn't have discovered respectively who, where, where the issue is. Oh, come on, Martin. That was last week's opinion. Let's have a listen to this week's. Hello, Ishan. Hello, Harriet. How are you? Well, do you know what? Sometimes I feel that in this show, we really put some good back into the world Mm -hmm. and we defend the voiceless Mm -hmm. and the people that can't stick up for themselves. Yes. So I'm particularly excited about today's hot and spicy takeaway of the week because I think we're really going to do some good, actually. Yes, I agree with you. You may gather from my tone that I'm slightly downbeaten this week because Mm -hmm. I'm just, you know... Fighting for the voiceless is sometimes a thankless task. And this week, they went after yet another person with no evidence, just Mm. claims. And I'm just a bit tired, really, but I'll try my best to explain why this is a problem. Your good friend and mine, Dan Wooten, of course, has been dragged through the mud for the last few weeks with some, frankly, remarkable claims. And don't put claims out there if you don't have solid proof. Absolutely. We've always said this. You know, this we are an upstanding podcast and mm. it's been always been made clear you cannot make claims without no. evidence. No, and OK, yes, you could say these people coming forward is evidence, but no. Those are just dark forces. Yes, absolutely. Mm. The worst of all the forces, right? Mm, okay, dark ones. I feel, I feel I need to chip in here just a moment. Ishan, Harriet, um, this just strikes me as the most audacious hypocrisy because not a week before we, 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 were, we were throwing everything, that we were, you were throwing everything that you could at Hugh Edwards for exactly the same allegations uh, no, that, that Dan Wooten Martin. is now facing. E- either we need to issue a full apology mm. to Hugh Edwards or um, or, or we, we need to apply the same kind of scrutiny and rigorous... Well, for a start, um, it, it is not the same because Hugh Edwards was acting as himself, whereas Dan Wooten here was acting under a portmanteau that had nothing to do with him. It's a different, the different thing, They're yes. They're different things. Different people. It's well, not the same I thing. Don't think so, just because he was operating under a different name, 
is it a further uh, do no, no. And also, action. Dan was very clear. He called it an error of judgment, right? Mm. Right. Which is very different. We've not heard a peep from Hugh Edwards. Not a peep. He yeah. got his little spokeswoman, his wife, to do the talking. At least Dan fronted up. He did a six-minute monologue on GB News. And yeah. what I'd say to you, Martin, is be kind. Yes, Martin. Be kind. This is a man. Be- he can't even claim mental health issues. He could if he He's, wanted to. He has never gone after anyone in never, his life. Never, ever. He is always this, kind. He never throws judgment on people. And now you, a producer, Martin, someone who works in the media, is throwing one of your fellow media people under a bus. Well, and well, we, I frankly think that's I, a, a crying shame. Did you know Dan Wilson had to change his name from Dan Woolen? Because he always wrapped everyone in cotton wool and everyone thought he was such a soft touch. He said, well, I'm going to add a hard T to it. Mm. That I don't know if there's mm. any truth in that or if you're just making a funny joke, Ishan. But There's nothing funny I, I about mean, the, this. There's a man's mental well, health. I certainly don't think there's anything funny about this. He's been catfishing former and current colleagues, um, tempting them with we- uh, sums of tens of thousands of pounds for sexually graphic photos. Here's the thing with catfishing. How do you even know it's the person doing the catfishing? Because it could be anyone. It could be anyone. It could could be Hugh Edwards. Well, I mean, he's several, I think seven of his former um, colleagues and an ex-boyfriend have all flagged up the fact that this is an account. Well, we can ignore the ex-boyfriend because he's jilted. It is funny, though, that Martin Branning is the name. Because that's the name of my husband's very good friend. He's always getting texts from him. I did think it's funny. I said to Jonathan, I said, Jonathan, that's the same name as your chum, the one that can never come round for dinner. Right. Mar- Mar- Martin is brand I, I suppose. Does yes. he see Martin often? Um, well, no, no, he doesn't. They, you know, they text into the night. You know what boys are like. Uh, sometimes he goes, he goes into the loo to do it and... I'm like, Jonathan, you don't need to go into the loo to text your friend. It's fine. You can do it here. But no, it's 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 difficult. Martin can't really, he can't come round. You know, he just can't. No. Well, I mean, it's also difficult yes. for other people called Martin because this is attracting yes. more negative attention to our name. And, um, you know, speaking for my people, the Martins, um, it, it's not what we need. It's certainly not what we want. Um, and, and I think Dan, you know, if, if he was to be a bit more honest and open and, and just brave, he'd admit what he's done and he, he'd um, operate under his oh, own. Sorry, sorry. Actually. Uh, Producer Martin, no. did you not see his monologue yes. on GB News? Now that was brave. He said, that was brave. like all fallible human beings have made errors of judgment in the past, that's a brave thing to say. And then he mm. said, but the criminal allegations being made against me are simply untrue. And I think... That's the truth. And well, that's I think really brave. Where I will agree with you both, of course, is that there should be due process. We shouldn't be slinging mud before the facts are out there. However, if he is proven to have misused his power, to have abused his colleagues, to have broken the law, crucially, then would you not agree that as a, uh, a New Zealander, as someone that is not a British citizen that they should be subject oh, to the same laws. Oh, come on, it's, it's, it's that, practically is, Martin. 
They were all like criminals. They're the, fine. The, the main thing is he presents as British, you know? He, yeah, he when passes. You see him, right, he passes he, as... He looks yeah. British. But then we're always talking about how, you know, if foreigners are coming over here and breaking laws, then they should be deported. I yeah, feel it is. They're not really foreigners, because if you go back to the ancestry, we sent them there. We sent white people to Australia and New Zealand. Right, so, so you, they're you kind see... Of our, Great, great yeah, grandchildren, we, we, we like expats, ex-cons yeah, and expats exactly. yes. as they return. Yes. Right, that's very interesting um, bit of mental gymnastics there. But I just think it's very interesting that all these people are going after Dan Wooten. You wouldn't see that if it was the BBC. Yes. Mark my words. Yes. You wouldn't and see you know, that. If, if, it was called, what? if it was called Danesh Walid... People wouldn't go after him because people would be too afraid of being racist. I mean, there's a lot of yes, talk about that is so you know, right. Grooming gangs. Be- I mean, even in government, they're chatting about that. I don't think. I just think it's amazing the hypocrisy. And after, yes. uh, you know, I thought it was really moving how Dan spoke about how he had not attacked Hugh Edwards because he doesn't believe in attacking people. Yes, and yes. so he didn't do that. And that's what he's always stood by. Yeah. And also, let's be clear, they are going after GB News because they want to tear it down because it's the best channel in the world. Yes. Yeah, it's ours. Ours is, you know, our, our station is, of course. A, and know. they are going after it. After, just... after QVC. Yes. 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 Oh, yes. And, you're and right. That is the best channel, actually. Yes. I bought this lots of blender. I bought, I bought one of these good. blenders that you can control from your phone the other day. Yeah, it's really good, and actually, it really helps you go to sleep. Um, They're actually yeah. also very but, good for people that came third or fourth in um, Dragon's Den, didn't quite get the investment, but then still made managed yes, to make their products. Yes. That's that's true. That Which is, is quite also useful, really good. Useful yeah. channel. Yeah, that's a very good channel. But then got some the trousers that uh, have heat technology and they change um, color when you get warm, so you can yes. tell when you're getting overheated. So people can tell. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're getting yeah. That's quite it's mainly useful. the crotch reason, main, mainly the crotch, but okay, um, well, also behind like the this, knees um, in the knee pit, as I think it's called. I feel like we've rather gone off topic here, but but my my point still stands. TV News is under threat, and poor Dan Wooten. Yes, he's butter. My my, my heart and spice well, takeaway is leave Dan Wooten alone. Okay, this is a man yeah. who is fronted up, and he's not in a cowardly manner checked himself into some sort of facility. Oh no no no. He was on screen, on screen, facing the allegations head on, like a looking young very, looking, buck, looking very serious, like a bull well, in that tomato race they do in Spain. That's Just not a good race. Straight through that's, the don't, He's not villages. the bull anyway. Listen, I my my rebuke to that Ishan, and I understand your position, and we're not going to find a, a common ground. But my my rebuke would be that if if they're willing to get rid of a presenter for taking a knee. At a station where apparently you can say whatever you want, then uh, surely they, they should have just yeah, but a taking little bit a, of consistency. Taking a knee isn't saying something, is it? Taking a knee is doing something. So actually, they're pretty consistent. You can say whatever you like, just don't do whatever you like. They're two different well, things. I'd say I'd say trying to catfish people to send you nudes is also doing something. But oh, okay, I mean, no, let's not talk about that. It's not. Yeah. It's not important. It's not nice when you think about what he actually did. So why is it, it called catfishing? Because catfish aren't I think very nice. You can't one. fish because for a catfish. Cat, can you? 
fish, fish, cats when they fish. They I, fish for cats. I, I, I had a used catfish once, kept eating all the goldfish. Very nice. Well, I think that tells you everything, doesn't it? Well, that's it for this week. Like, subscribe, tell your friends, follow the Out of Context Nonsensor Twitter account and keep those questions and erotic thriller contributions coming to nonsensoredpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you to Rosie Holt, Brendan Murphy, Ishan Akbar, Jos Norris, Margaret Caborn-Smith and Ed Morish. I'm Harriet Langley-Swindon and we'll be back next week with more Nonsensored. 